You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. Glory to God. You know, some, from time to time, God sends some messengers to speak to me just to confirm certain things. Just to confirm what he's saying and also to confirm what he's, he's about to do in our lives. And sometimes I wonder why God keeps doing that. No, last night I had a call from, <laughs> from someone and he was just telling me exactly what we're doing. I, I, I'm just blown away. Do you understand what I'm saying? He just called me. One of the things he says is that the levels have changed. How many? Ah, <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. 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 And he says to me, get ready. God is about to blow your mind. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. And then he says to me, love him more. Come on, what, I mean, what, what are the chances? What are the chances? Seek him more. Love him more. He says, get ready for the miraculous, but don't seek the miraculous. Seek him. And love him deeply. And I said to him, man of God, <laughs> You have no idea of how accurate this is. In fact, we are getting ready to enter into a covenant with God on Sunday. And it's a covenant of love. Hallelujah. So I'm excited. Yo. Every now and again, God just sends, He just sends a word like that. through different people just to confirm what he's saying to us and what he's about to do. And I just want you to know that your life is on course. Do you understand me? If there has been any deviation in the past, now it's properly aligned. Do you understand? Every plan of the enemy to rob you of your destiny it's, it's cut off. Yes. Do you understand me? Yes. And you must have faith in what God is, is telling us. Wow. You must have faith in the way God is leading us. Yes. Let's trust Him. Yes. Let's trust Him. Don't be distracted. The enemy will do things here and there to distract you. But don't let that take you off your focus. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Believe me, what God is about to do is far greater. It's far greater than we imagine. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Because we are on a path that we never imagined. I'm telling you. God wants to manifest himself through you in ways you didn't expect. 
Religion did not prepare you for this. <laughs> Do you get me? Yeah, religion did not prepare you for this. God himself, God the Father himself, is the one that is preparing us. He's discipling you to begin to execute vengeance on the enemy. There are things, there are things that require him to manifest like this. Okay? So I want to encourage somebody this morning. I want to encourage somebody this morning, especially if you have suffered injustice. I want to encourage you. And like I said, tomorrow, tomorrow we are going to present our case before the Lord. We're going to present our case before the Lord and we will see the justice of God. Amen. We will see the justice of God. Let God be true and every man a liar. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I want to introduce God to you as the judge of all the earth. Amen? What did I say? The judge of all the earth. Hallelujah. He is the judge of all the earth. The word judge in Hebrew is shofet. Right? And you need to know him as the judge of all the earth. As the superior judge and as the judge he has the right he has the authority to punish people for not living according to his word i'm telling you but he also has the authority to reward as judge he also will reward those that are in alignment with him so he's 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 Operation as judge or his office as judge has several aspects to it. And that's what I want to introduce to you this morning. Why are we going into all these things? So that you know the God you serve. He is more than you have imagined. Are you following me? He's more than you have imagined. Let's look at Genesis chapter 18. You remember the story? When Abraham was interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah. I think I'll read just one verse for the sake of time. Verse 25. He says, Far be it from you, to do such a thing as this. And what is that? To slay the righteous with the wicked. So that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? That is a question. Shall not the judge of all the whole earth do right? And we know the answer. We know the answer. 
Abraham is interceding. He's praying for Sodom and Gomorrah. God had told him how he was about to go and destroy that place because of their iniquities, because their sins. The cup was full already. And we know, we know what Sodom and Gomorrah used to do. Today, in the world today, the spirit of Sodomy has emerged again. Come on. It has emerged again. It's trying to impose himself upon the nations of the earth. Why? To provoke God's judgment. To, to cause God to judge. To judge the world like he did. Because you know God is not partial. Remember we've talked about how he is just. Even his own people. Even his own people. Sorry, my voice. <clears throat> Even his own people, if they don't line up, he will not be partial. He will not be partial or else the devil will accuse him of partiality. And he is not. Okay? And that's why yesterday we were praying for his judgment in our lives. Why? Because if, we, if he judges, if we experience his judgment, it is better for us. So that we will not be judged with the world. We will not be judged with the world. Hallelujah. Because when he judges the world, there's no mercy. But when he judges his children, there is mercy. There is mercy. And I'm telling you, it's time for us to begin to put our lives right. Because what we are entering into is dangerous. Okay? It's dangerous. Why? You're going to see God manifest in ways that you'll be scared. And we need that in our generation. We need the fear of God to come back to the house of God. We need the fear of God. And when the Father comes down and begins, begins to operate like this, I'm telling you, it can be catastrophic. It's not church as usual. Amen. <coughs> okay, so talking about God as the judge of all the earth, there are aspects about him that we want to look at. But let's look at Psalm 94. From verse 1. Psalm 94 verse, from verse 1. Mighty God. From verse 1 he says, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. <laughs> vengeance does not belong to you. It belongs to God. All right? <laughs> it belongs to God. A friend of mine used to say, Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. <laughs> but no, it's not, it's not mine. It's his. Vengeance belongs to him. Amen? It says, O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs. O God, to whom vengeance belongs. Shine forth. 
Hmm. Shine forth. Vengeance belongs to you. It's time for you to shine forth. Shine forth. Hallelujah. Let's read on. Next verse. Look. He says, rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. So we can pray this kind of prayer. Say, Lord, rise up. It's time to punish the proud. So if you pray that prayer and you're proud, what happens to you? <laughs> you see why our lives must be in alignment? It's necessary, I'm telling you. God's judgment is necessary. Why? It's beneficial. It's beneficial. We want the Lord to shine forth. How many people want the Lord to shine forth in this land? Yes. Oh, Look at what he says in verse 3. Lord, how long will the wicked... How long will the wicked triumph? That means the wicked has been triumphing. Before God rises up and shines forth as the God of the earth, the wicked will continue to triumph. The wicked will continue to triumph, but when he comes down, things are realigned. You see? <laughs> Okay, so David said, do not fret because of evildoers. Don't be envious. Don't be envious of them because they are prospering and all of that. They are wicked. They, 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 they hate God and they seem to prosper. He says, don't envy them because you don't know their end. Are you getting my point? How long will they triumph? They will triumph as long as God has not come down as the judge. And listen, many people don't understand. They think that the judgment of God is only at the end of time. No. That one is different. There is the final judgment, but there are judgments that take place. When I was meditating, the Lord said to me, sometimes when people's sins are exposed, it's judgment that is happening. It's part of judgment. And when he exposes it, it's because he wants to redeem them. Because if he doesn't expose it now, they will not repent. Would you rather it's exposed now or at the end of time when you are dead? <laughs> Which is better. So when he exposes it now, it's an act of his love. It's actually mercy. It's his mercy. And I say, Lord, please, if there's any fault in me, any secret fault, please show it to me. Reveal it to me. Expose it to me. Are you getting my point? It's not, this is not a time to be proud. 
This is not the time to claim to be what you are not. Hallelujah. Let's humble ourselves before the Lord. Let's humble ourselves. Because we're calling the judge of the whole earth. He's going to judge on your behalf. Do you understand me? He's going to fight on your behalf in ways that you will be shocked. But you need to line up first. You need to line up first. Do you love the Lord? <laughs> Do you love this aspect of God? Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, we love His judgments, right? Amen. <laughs> Only one person. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> when it swings in your favor, you will love it, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Ah, oh, my Lord and my God. Lord, come down. Shine forth. Shine forth. Shine forth as the God with vengeance, the Lord of all the earth. Shine forth. Come down. Oh, my Lord and my God. Yes, come down, O oh God, in this nation, in our lives, in your church, in this city. Come down, O oh Father. Come down, O oh Father. In the name of Jesus, shine forth as the judge of all the earth. Mighty God, mighty God, we appeal, O oh God, to your office of, as a judge, as the righteous judge, as the judge of all the earth. Oh, my Lord and my God, who will not judge the wicked and the righteous together? Who will not destroy the wicked and the righteous? Mighty God, let your righteousness prevail. Let your righteous judgments be seen in this land. Let your righteous judgments be seen, O oh God, in our lives, O oh God. Let your righteous judgments be seen, O oh Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I call forth, O oh God, the triumph of your judgment. I call forth, O oh God, the triumph of your judgment in our lives, O oh God. In our lives, O oh God. Let your judgments triumph, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. O oh, judge of all the earth, judge of all the earth. Oh, we call you down. We call you down. Come down, O oh God, and manifest, manifest your power, manifest your rule, manifest your government. Your government, oh God. Let your government, oh Father God. Let your scepter, oh God, be stretched forth over our lives. Let your scepter be stretched forth over our lives, oh God. And begin, begin, oh God, to show forth. Begin to show forth your righteous judgments in our lives. Oh my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. Make it take his Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at Psalm 50. The mighty one, God the Lord, has spoken and called the earth. From the rising of the sun to his going down. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty. 
God will shine forth. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God shall come and shall not keep silent. A fire shall devour before him and it shall be very tempestuous around him. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Ah. Hallelujah. You see, he comes to judge his people as well. Nobody will escape. Nobody will escape. Telling you. I, I would rather be judged now Amen. than when I die. Amen. <laughs> Do you understand me? So that he will take all the hell out of my life. <laughs> he will take all of hell out of my life. Because if hell is taken out of your life, then you have no place there. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I know he has judged Jesus on my behalf. But I have to go to him in faith and open myself, surrender myself, submit myself and say, Lord God, I'm open to your judgments. Show me. If there's anything that will take me to hell, show it to me now. Do you get what I'm saying? It's a real place. You remember Brother Joel's testimony of hell? You don't want to go there. When the Lord took him to that place and showed him, hey, it's a real place. It's a place of eternal judgment. Do you want your judgment to be eternal or do you want it to be temporal? I want temporary judgment. So let him judge me now. Then it is finished. Come on. Yeah. I heard of a, of, of a testimony, a, a, a brother who was sharing a testimony how he was, uh, he was uh, taken to hell and he saw some Christians. Some Christians and their pastor was there and they were accusing the pastor. They said, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you tell us the truth about this place? It's because of you we are here now. You've been preaching all, all those nice messages. Look at where we are now. Is that what you want? No. So they were beating the pastor in hell. <laughs> I don't want anyone to beat me. <laughs> if anybody in this church goes to, ch to hell, it's not because of me. <laughs> I will tell you the truth. <laughs> you can hate me after that. But when you get there, you will appreciate me. But you won't get there in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> you won't get there. Uh, this is to take hell out of you. Amen. Your place is in heaven. Amen. Not in hell. Yes. Uh, I banish every member of this church from hell in the name of Jesus. You don't belong there. You will not even go close. The closest thing to hell you will experience is the earth. <laughs> so life on earth is like hell 
already. Okay? So, mighty God, mighty God. Where are we? Where are we? Hmm? Psalm 50, okay, verse 4. It says, gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Let the heavens declare his righteousness. For God himself is judge. So you see, there's a covenant you make by sacrifice. Then God comes to judge. Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord and my God. So when God acts as judge, when he operates as judge, there are aspects you need to understand about his operation. Number one, there is a legal aspect. There is a legal aspect to his manifestation. I have said it before that the realm of the spirit is a legal realm. It's a legal realm where things operate legally. So for God to do certain things in your life, it must be in line with the legal procedures of the Spirit and His Word. Do you understand? For Satan also to operate, there is a legal framework that he needs to operate. Satan cannot just come and then harass you unnecessarily. There has to be a legal framework. He knows his boundary. He knows his limitations. Do you understand? Sometimes people think that he has just arbitrary power to just do anything, anyhow, anytime. He doesn't. Believe you me, he doesn't. And he knows that. He doesn't. He cannot just come and touch you. Why? There has to be a legal framework. Are you getting my point? And God also cannot just come and release things into your life. He cannot just bless you. There has to be a legal framework. It's a fair place. So that if, if, if he does things in your life, Satan will not look and say, okay, but your word says this. How come you are doing this for this person? So because of that, we have to understand that as judge of all the earth, he operates in a legal way. There's a legal framework with which he does things. He will not just come because he's in a bad mood and then he just does things. Some of us are like that, right? You just wake up today, ah, I don't feel like. When they greet you, good morning, you, you, you just look and say, what's good about the morning? <laughs> it's not like that. Hmm? Because you are cold in the morning. Then things have to be different. No, God is not like that. He's consistent. He's consistent. There's a legal framework. That is why Satan could not attack Job. He had to go to God. And say, God, God says, have you seen my servant Job? There's nobody like him. He says, ah, oh, God. Does Job fear you for nothing? Are you not the one that has put a hedge around him? How did he know that there's a hedge? He tried. Hallelujah. He tried and he couldn't get through. So he, he comes for permission. 
So how does he do it? He presents his case to God. Even Satan presents his case to God. I'm telling you. And that's why we have to learn to present our case. We have to learn to present our case. If Satan can present his case to the judge of all the earth, how much more we? So he presents his case. He says, this guy, I'm telling you, God, this guy does not just serve you because he loves you. It's because you blessed him. And I can prove it to you. Give me permission. Allow me to take all these things and you will see what he will do to you. And God says, okay, fine. I permit you, but don't cross this. Don't touch him. Just his things. Job loses everything. His entire business empire. Gone. His children, gone. And Job still upholds his integrity. Some of us, from the first... <laughs> from the first experience, we'll start cursing God. What, of, of what use is it to serve God? Huh? Why should I serve him? Look, 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 look at what he's doing to me. But Job was not like that. Satan went back. You would think that's enough. He says to God, God, you know what? Anybody can give up anything. At least if he has his life. If he has his body intact. His health is intact. Allow me to touch his body. And you will see what I'm saying. He presented his case. And God says, you are permitted, but don't touch his life. You can touch his health, but not his life. And you will see that Satan followed exactly the instructions God gave him. Do you understand? He followed the instructions. Why would Satan obey God? He knows what God can do. Yes, he knows what God can do. He knows what God did in Genesis chapter 6 to the angels that left their estate their, uh, and then went to, 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 uh, to, to uh, have sex with the daughters of men and were producing children that could never be saved. And God saw they have crossed the line. You were not allowed to cross this. And guess what? The Bible says that those angels have been put in chains. There's a compartment of hell called Tartarus. That's where they are right now. And that's why the flood of Noah was. God released that flood to destroy the whole earth. Why? Because the whole human race had been polluted. No one could be saved anymore. Except the family of Noah that was still intact. That, can you imagine? In the whole earth, just eight people. Eight people. So God killed all of them. Judgment. Preserved Noah and started afresh. So Satan had seen how God dealt with those angels. 
when God says don't cross this, he will obey. He will not cross. Because he knows. When judgment hits, he cannot handle it. He would rather wait for the final judgment. Do you understand? But even as, as he's running now, there is a sentence already upon Satan. You know, in judgment, one thing you need to understand about the judgment of God, it's like the judgment of men. You know, some things are similar. For example, you go to court, the judge passes a sentence. You know, there are times the sentence has been passed, but it will take a while before the sentence is carried out. Is that not so? Yeah. There is a waiting trial, but there is the one that has been sentenced. Like in places where, in countries where there's a death sentence, for instance, they can sentence someone to death and he can spend years before he's executed. So Satan's sentence has already been pronounced after he killed Jesus. After he killed Jesus. So all that he's doing right now, he knows there's a sentence already upon him. There's judgment upon him. So he has to tread carefully. Because he doesn't want to spoil things for himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everything is legal in the spirit. That's just what I want you to see. So as judge of all the earth, he is. He operates by legal standards. Okay? Number two, he is also got legislative powers. As judge of all the earth. He has legislative powers. In other words, as a legislator, he can pronounce. He has the power to make laws. Hallelujah. Remember Jesus said, You have heard, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say to you, if a man looks at a woman lustfully, he's guilty of adultery. What has he done? He is speaking as a judge. He has upgraded the law. Oh, people say, well, we're not under the law and all of that. Under grace is even higher. <laughs> it's even higher. You look at somebody's thing and you're like, eh, you know, if, 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 why is, does she have, what does she have, what are you doing with that fancy bag? I wish it was for me. And all of that. You're thinking like that. God looks at it and says, that's covetousness. That is idolatry. So the Old Testament equivalent of that is idolatry. Come on. <laughs> you like the truth. You guys, for you to sit down and be listening to me, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I'm amazed. <laughs> you really love God. Huh? There are people that have been offended and have left this church because of what I say. They say, my messages are too hard. Huh? It's, like it's attacking and confronting the hell in them. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, God, as, as, uh, as judge, is also has got a legislative role. That he plays as judge of all the earth. But not only that, he has an enforcement role as well. 
So not only can he make laws, he can also enforce them. So the judge can say, arrest that man. <laughs> Lock him up. So there are some situations that need to be arrested in your life. They need to be arrested. And you know what? As judge of all the earth, he has got angels that work with him as law enforcement agents. And some of us, as we continue in our walk with God, God will also begin to share some of these things with us. That we will now begin to able to will be able to operate as judges. I'm telling you, in the spirit. That's why our lives must be in alignment. Why? So that he can upgrade us. You can operate as a judge. Huh? Yes. Remember, you're a king. Remember, you're a king. You can also operate as a judge. And then you can begin to arrest the enemy's operations. I shared this testimony a while ago. I think I wrote it in my book, uh, Supernatural Immunity. A friend of my wife's, we used to have all-night prayer meetings in London in those days. And uh, we'll finish early hours of the morning. Uh, and then this lady, she went to all night. And I used to drop, drop her and my wife, I'd drop them off before I go to my place. Uh, I think maybe around 4 a.m. or thereabout, dropped her. And she was walking through a dark alley alone. Now, how many people know that's not smart for a lady to do? Hmm? The place is dark, lonely, early hours of the morning, because you are looking for a shortcut. So, she was walking there. As she was walking, a guy came from opposite. And he snatched her bag. Snatched her bag and started running. And guess what? She started chasing him. <laughs> now, that's another dumb thing to do. Right? <laughs> Maybe you can do that in London. Don't do that here. <laughs> she started chasing him. And what was she saying? Arrest that man in the name of Jesus. Arrest that man in the name of Jesus. She's chasing him and she's shouting, arrest him, arrest him. And guess what? As she's shouting like that and running after him, a man appeared from in front. As the guy was running away, this guy was coming towards him. But she said this guy was huge. And he came towards that guy and yanked the bag from him and gave it to her. And the guy ran. <laughs> he ran for his life. So after that, she wanted to turn to, to thank the guy, to say thank you. She didn't see him. He had vanished. Ha! Angels on assignment. Hallelujah. Angels on assignment. God has angels to enforce his laws. And they are at your beck and call. 
Do you understand? Yeah, they are there for you. You want more? I don't know. If I start opening scriptures, it will take time. The other thing about him as judge is that he also, he also reorders things. Alright? He reorders things. He has a way as judge to reorder things in your life. So he can judge things in your life and bring about correction. Bring about realignment. Do you understand? Anything that is out of order, he will reorder in your life. And that's why we need him to manifest as judge. Because when he begins to manifest, things get reordered in your life. Hallelujah. How many people want God's order in their lives? Then you need to believe him and receive him as the judge of all the earth. Receive him as the judge. Hallelujah. I want to receive God as the judge in my life so that everything will be realigned in my life. Anything that is out of order, he will put into order. Because he oversees the whole earth. He oversees the whole of creation. Do you know that? Yeah. God oversees the creation. He oversees the whole earth. And that is why the earth is still intact. You say, oh, the scientists say, hey, there's a meteorite coming that's going to hit and it will just destroy. Don't stress about that. The judge of all the earth is watching over his creation. He cannot lose control. Hallelujah. He will not. He will not lose it. It will never, never impossible. Yeah, they tell us that the earth, the sun is, is so close. Uh, I mean, it's at such a position. If it moves closer, just a little closer, we're finished. Am I correct? If it moves a little further, we're also finished. What kind of precision is that? What kind of precision is that? So he is also judging the earth. He's also judging the elements. He's judging the universe. He's the God and the judge of the universe. He's looking at the sun. He's looking at the moon. He's looking at the stars. He's looking at the planets. He's looking at the galaxies. He's looking at everything. The Milky Way. Everything. He, he's looking. Everything must remain in alignment. Perfect alignment. So if he can handle and manage all of that, why do you think he will lose control of your life? He can't lose it. Even if it doesn't make sense to you, it's okay. Put your faith in him. Hallelujah. Trust him. Trust him. He said, Lord, as the judge, I know that my life is being aligned to your divine purpose. Put your faith in that. Okay? I think we need to stop. Time is gone. But I know 
that God is coming down in our lives and he's going to judge things. Okay? Don't be afraid of his judgment. It won't kill you. All right? It won't kill you. There are some people that God's judgment killed only because that was the only way to help them. I remember a man of God. The Lord told Pastor Sam, I'm giving him three years to repent. After which I will judge him. Three years, he didn't repent. And the Lord told Pastor Sam, I remember how he called us and told us three months before this man died. He said, there is a tree that is about to fall. He spoke in a parable. A tree is about to fall. It will shake the, the Christian world in Nigeria. This tree is so big. It has so many branches. It's about to fall. But as it falls, many people will come and take different branches. It was a parable. Later on, three months later, this man died. And then we understood, oh, this is what he was talking about. But one of the things Pastor Sam said to me, because I was asking him many questions, he said to me, actually, God had to take him at that time to preserve him from going into apostasy. Apostasy is a condition that when people go into, they don't come back. Do you understand? Yeah. So, so God's judgments are always redemptive. Do you get my point? They are always redemptive. They are always to save you. They are always to protect your soul. So God saw that the way he was going, and he was going to a point where he was going to go into covenant with some ungodly people. And if he had gone into that covenant, that would have been it. His eternity would have doomed, been doomed. And God did not want all his labors to be in vain. So the only way God could preserve him was to take him out before he got into that thing. And Pastor Sam told me what the guy was about to get into. And indeed, <laughs> yeah, it would have been devastating. He was a great man of God. God took him out. The judgments of God are for our benefits. Always for our benefits. Hallelujah. Let's stand up on our feet. Talk to the Lord. Thank him. Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your judgments. The judge of the universe. Thank you for bringing, oh my God, reordering my life. Whatever is out of alignment, Lord, bring it into alignment in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Judge of the whole earth. Judge of the whole earth. I thank you. I thank you. I bless your name. I hallow your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Oh, hallelujah. You love us so much that you are speaking to us like this because of the things that you want to do. Thank you, oh Father, for preparing us. Thank you, Lord God. You are reordering us. You are bringing our hearts into the right place. Oh, my Lord and my God, I thank you, Lord God, for your judgments are pleasant, oh God, to our souls. Maybe not pleasant to our bodies, oh God, but pleasant to our souls, pleasant to our spirits. Oh God, my Father, I thank you, I thank you. As George of all the earth, hallelujah. Oh God, you are putting your house in order. You are putting your house in order. Oh God, we thank you. We receive you in this house. We receive you in this house as the judge. Oh God, as the judge. Oh Father, we thank you. We thank you. Mangele mikotus kenemenaha. Impasos kinemenostaha. Ligabate bradegidos toho. Mighty God, mighty God. I thank you. I thank you. Oh my Lord. I worship you. I give you praise. I give you praise. Let's ask that the Lord will come down as the judge of this nation. And I, I believe it's necessary because there are certain things that the enemy has already established. And those things need to be confronted. Do you understand? Especially to derail the destiny of this nation. Do you know that I believe strongly that this nation has a, a powerful destiny? It has a powerful destiny. God has spoken many years ago to different men of God. And I remember one of the things that Reinhard Bonke used to say. He said, if you look at the map of Africa, it's like a gun. How many people have heard that? Yeah, it's like a gun. So if you look at where the trigger is, that's where Nigeria is. Where the bullet comes out is South Africa. Do you understand? So there is something. There is something. There is a bullet that is about to come out. There is a fire. You know, bullets are propelled by fire. There is a fire that is about to come out of this nation. Do you understand? And I believe that we are here to pull that trigger. Hallelujah. To, to, to shoot that bullet. Amen. And that's why we must always pray for this nation. I'm telling you, we must always pray for this nation. Why? Because the destiny of this nation is vital, not only to Africa, but to the whole earth. I believe that. I believe that. I have faith in that. I don't know about you, but I have faith in that. I, and, and I'm not listening to all those things that people are saying. I don't care what people say. I don't care what people say. I, I, I care about what God is saying. That's what matters to me most. Some of you are, are giving up on this nation. You better not. You better not. If, not. if anything, you should stand in the gap and say, Lord, we will not allow Satan to hijack this nation. Hallelujah. So let's ask, Lord, come down and begin to judge this nation. As judge of all the earth, South Africa is part of the earth. And we say, manifest yourself as judge. And when he begins to manifest himself as judge, you know what? There are things that will begin to open up. There are things that will be exposed. There are things that will be cut off. 
some people will be stopped Amen. in their tracks. I'm telling you. Especially people that have the agenda of the enemy. It's time to stop them. It's time to stop them. Let, let there be supernatural, let there be a divine and heavenly law enforcement that is released over this nation. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Come on. Oh my Lord and my God, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you will come down. Come down in this nation. Come down in this nation and judge. To begin to judge. To begin to judge. Oh Father God, this nation. Lord God, as the God, as the righteous judge, as the judge of all the earth. Lord, take your rightful place. Take your rightful place in this nation. Oh my Lord and my God, in the name of Jesus. Monda laka teke mesula baha, lenge teke pete, konde bradeki tokos keni minoha, pei zelebehe, mendelebe sika baha, mendelebe sula baha, kendele mis kolobo daha. Lord my God, Lord my God, Lord my God, as the judge over this nation, as judge over this nation. Come down, manifest yourself as judge over South Africa in the name of Jesus. Oh God, to root out anything that is contrary to your purpose. Lord God, oh Father God, anything that will hijack the destiny of this nation. We come against that right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.